I posted up a meme in Facebook in 2017. It said, Poverty is God's way of telling people to get off their ass and make something happen. Now you know how Facebook brings things back each year to see if you want to repost? Well, it came up, and I reposted it. And a troll came out to visit me. Now you could assume without knowing anything about me that it was an arrogant point of view. You could say, easy for you to say since you've never been poor. And if you respond saying, yes, I've been poor, you're then told, there's no such thing as poor in the USA with food stamps, welfare, Section 8 housing, etc. Generally, I don't engage much or at all with trolls. You know what they say, don't feed the trolls or you help them grow. But in this case, I felt I needed to respond. You see, I posted that meme because it's been a driving force in my life, and it has deep meaning for me. It was more for myself to reflect nostalgically on my past than it was anything else. In this case, I felt the need to respond. The sentiment behind this meme changed my life. I grew up poor. In the USA, in the early 60s, there was no welfare, food stamps, or Section 8 housing. It was before the passing of the Great Society, that devastating and disastrous legislation. My years of around 6 to 12 were the worst of it. I had no father in the home. My older brothers had already left. I had a mostly absentee mom that was busy out waiting tables and looking for a man. That left me at home with a much younger half-brother to fend for myself. At age 8, I was given my first gun. It was an old, cheap twenty-two rifle. This wasn't something for sport or pleasure. It was not tied to some sort of ideological belief. It was a tool of survival. You see, by that time we'd grown so poor, we no longer had money for anything. We lived in the country of upstate New York. We had already eaten the chickens, and the crops were no longer properly cared for, because I didn't know how. I didn't see my mom for days at a time, and when she came home, she was full of anger and rage and took it out of my back with a western-style rhinestone-studded leather belt. Don't get this wrong. This is not some poor me exercise. Far from it. But it is a reminder, or maybe an introduction to the past, and what motivated me to post that meme. A meme I was told demonstrated how heartless I was. So with that twenty-two rifle, I was able to go out and shoot gray squirrels. Not for the sake of doing it, but for food. I quickly learned that if I was careful and shot them in the head, there would be more meat and less chance of them getting away. To make any sort of real meal, I needed to kill five or six of them at a time. So I would go out into the woods behind the house climb the hill. I would sit quietly and wait. It never took long as there were zillions of them around. But have you ever watched them move? They're rarely motionless for more than a few heartbeats. They flit around so quickly they're more a blur. This is where I learned to shoot. I learned to be a very good shot. The care of my aim was motivated by hunger in the belly. If I missed, I didn't eat. It was like that for better part of a year. Now, how I mentioned my mom may have sounded disrespectful, 
and I confess I have my own reasons to feel that way that I won't share here, but I also appreciate that it was her way to try to save us. She was a very beautiful woman. She was born in France to an extremely wealthy family, but at the age of 15, she was abandoned in the USA at her finishing school due to the death of her parents. The family fortune was divided between the French government and family lawyers. She was left to fend for herself, and it was during the World War II war years in New York City. All she had for survival was a cute French accent and her stunning good looks. And she survived. She fell into parties with the rich and famous. She had pictures of her on the arms of famous politicians, moguls of that era. If there was a party, she was called. She had learned to use her tools to get by. Flash forward 15 years and four marriages later, and you found her as an aging, yet still beautiful woman trying to find the glamour years of her past and trying to capture man to take care of us all. The sad truth was that all those years caused her to hate men and why she would use that belt on the back and why my older brothers had all left as soon as they could get out. Now I'm going to take a quick break here. Please don't go. I'll be right back. But back to that meme. We had no running water. We had outdoor wells. When I was 10, I nearly died from hepatitis due to the quality or lack of of that water. In fact, we all ended up in the hospital. I had a particularly bad time of it, and I had lapsed into a coma for about a week. Of course, I did recover, and the rest of my life I can never donate blood. We had no heat. Living in upstate New York, it gets very cold in the winter, sometimes 10 to 20 below zero. We had closed down the entire house, a leftover from the last marriage, and lived in one room. In the middle of that room was an old pot-bellied stove. That required wood. The good news is we lived in the heart of the woods. The bad news is an eight-year-old had to go out and find wood. I had no chainsaw, no splitting maul, no axe. We did have an old dull hatchet. Most of the time I would go out and find dead wood and drag it back. The work to get it small enough to fit into the stove was another thing. No one was around to show me how to do those things. Shooting a rifle, getting wood, getting water, this was all self-taught, driven out of desperation, driven by the need to eat and be warm. On my 10th birthday, I was given a 20-gauge shotgun. It was a very happy day for me, as now I could hunt other things, such as pheasant. In those days, there was a ton of them around. How do we afford such an extravagant gift? I mean, Mossbergs didn't come cheap. Well, actually they did, but I didn't know that. My mom had landed a cowboy, a pistol-wearing, sunbeam sports car driving, rodeo-riding cowboy. He had a job unloading huge blocks of ice at a train yard overnight. And during the day, well, he ran moonshine and involved himself in various outlaw activities. Yes, this was the country of upstate New York. But for some time, he was in and out of the scene. He eventually would marry her and then lament every moment of the rest of his life for doing it. But for now, this six-foot-three cowboy was quite the role model for me. 
He did teach me how to shoot properly. I was amazed at the hundreds of firearms of all types he owned. He was an avid collector. He also taught me how to reload bullets, and I learned to love Marty Robbins' music. But we were still poor, and I was still mostly on my own. I recall twice in my life that we went to a place in the nearest small city, Canandaigua, and I had to wait in the car outside a warehouse. In those days, the government would buy surplus food and keep it in warehouses for the eventual, maybe inevitable, atomic war everyone expected. After some time, it seemed like a lifetime, my mom came out carrying boxes. She was struggling under the weight. She was very quiet as we rode home and obviously embarrassed about something. She didn't want to discuss what was going on. When we got home, I carried in the boxes. They were full of food. There were military-style cans with Spam, green beans, applesauce. No labels, just, just olive-colored and some sort of DOD numbers on them. And there was this long, rectangular box that seemed huge. It was full of this glorious processed cheese that in another world would have been branded Velveeta. We ate well. It seemed like paradise had come. As time went on, Jim taught me more things. He taught me how to get wood for heat. He taught me how to get water. He taught me how to never miss with a rifle. He taught me how to properly skin an animal, which meant no more fur in my food. In the four years before I left home, the things he taught me changed my life forever. So what does that meme mean to me? Poverty is God's way of telling people to get off their ass and make something happen? I never had the option of not getting off my ass. Had I sat around and acted like an eight-year-old, I would have starved or frozen to death. I would have taken my little brother with me. Those years taught me that you cannot wait on others. If you want or need something to happen, then you have to get up and do it. I carried that lesson through the rest of my life, coming out the other end with two college degrees, successful business life. I'd been wealthy twice in my life. The last time I lost everything on hospital bills, but through the good and bad, I never worried. I knew that whatever happened was in my hands. All I had to do was get up off my ass and make something happen.